this week on the Iowa Watch Connection. All of those things cost money for colleges to be able to provide to students, and I think colleges feel the need to do that to stay competitive. The cost of college keeps going up. I wish that I had been more adamant about getting a job freshman and sophomore year. The education is worthwhile, but the amount of debt can be crippling. While I still got a lot of aid, I still did not have enough money personally to pay for it, and neither did my parents. An update on the increasing cost of college, our topic this week. The Iowa Watch Connection is presented by the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism, online at iowawatch.org. Here is Jeff Stein. Each year, Iowa Watch partners with various college and university student journalists across the state on a major reporting project covering a single topic in depth. This year, student journalists from Iowa State University, the University of Iowa, Cornell College, Grinnell College, Buena Vista University, Mount Mercy University, Coe College, and St. Ambrose University collaborated on the project. The topic is one we have discussed before on this program, the high cost of a college education and the resultant student and family debt load. But it bears our continued interest because not only is the problem not getting any better, on many fronts it's getting worse. A series of stories on the topic can be found at iowawatch.org under the heading Payback Time, the Growing Cost of College Debt. The executive director and editor of Iowa Watch, Lyle Muller, has our report. Summer in Iowa City, a college town. Most of the students who were here during the school year are gone at this time. Maintenance workers take advantage of the break, working on utilities. A nearby empty CAN bus goes by. And the more than 5,280 graduates who picked up degrees at various levels in May at the University of Iowa, but also other Iowa colleges and universities, are on their way into new careers, with six of every ten carrying debt if numbers this year hold steady with 2017, the last year for which numbers in Iowa are available. The average debt that year for someone graduating from a four-year public or private college or university in Iowa was $30,595, according to the Iowa College Aid Commission. I wish that I had been more adamant about getting a job freshman and sophomore year. That's Peyton Grease, who graduated from the University of Iowa in May. From Cedar Rapids, she finished with a major in enterprise leadership and $42,300 in debt. I was a human physiology major, so I kind of put off getting a job and focused on school instead just because it's really demanding. But after I changed my major, um, I had a little bit more time to work and earn money, so now I have two jobs since junior year. So that's helped, but I definitely wish I had had a job freshman and sophomore year. Grease spoke with Iowa Watch reporter Lauren Wade during the 2019 Iowa College Media Journalism Project that brought together the reporting of student journalists on eight college campuses. Brady Tobin was one of the students who talked with our reporters. He's originally from Erie, Colorado and graduated from Cornell College in Mount Vernon. He said his family had to help him with college by borrowing. Well, I still got a lot of... Um aid from uh, Cornell College as it is a private institution because a lot of scholarships out. Mm -hmm. I uh, still did not have enough money um, personally to pay for it and neither did my parents. I come from a middle-class family home 
and uh, we did not have enough money to flat out pay for my education. So we needed, um, with the help of my parents, uh, to additionally take out some more loans in order to pay for college. Tobin said he'd do things differently now. I was really diligent about looking for scholarships as a senior in high school. Mm -hmm. um, so I came in uh, the first year um, with uh, just a couple thousand dollars worth of scholarships uh, from outside sources. Yeah. Uh, however, I did not continue looking for those scholarships. I had a couple two-year and four-year scholarships that carried on, mm -hmm. but I didn't continue looking for outside scholarships throughout my college career. Okay. Uh, I think that would have benefited me by at least five to ten thousand uh, dollars minus my debt. Tuition plays a role in student borrowing. It will be forty three thousand five hundred fifty dollars at Cornell in the 2019-20 school year, but room and board and other fees will bring that total to fifty three thousand seven hundred thirty six Cornell states on its website. Pamela Perry, who is the Director of Financial Planning and Assistance at Cornell, said the tuition helps pay for amenities that students want at colleges, including small ones like Cornell, which has about 1,000 students. I think the cost in colleges, I mean, um, obviously everything has gone up just across the board for, you know, whether it's your budget at home or anybody's business, you know, the cost of heating and cooling, you know, the costs of wages and health care. And, you know, the colleges aren't exempt from those normal costs that anybody individually would have to cover. Um, and I think students are um, expect more from colleges as, as far as amenities. Um, you know, when I was in college, we had one phone at the end of the hallway, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and that we all shared, you know, you know, and now with us, with colleges and universities, in order to stay competitive, needing to provide, you know, high speed internet and update their uh, infrastructures to be able to handle, uh, you know, with the T1s or whatever, I'm not a technical person, mm -hmm. with all, you know, that kind of stuff and just you know, facelifts to buildings and people want nicer athletic facilities and residence halls and um, all of those things cost money for colleges to be able to provide to students and I think colleges feel the need to do that to stay competitive. Perry's advice for students and their families, save before getting to college, seek scholarships, and take on some work study to pay some bills. Joshua Cole Brodnack sought scholarships. The May graduate of Mount Mercy University in Cedar Rapids said he graduated debt-free and paid bills as they became due in college. Cole Brodnack's from Rock Island, Illinois, graduated majoring in English and criminal justice. He said he didn't get any particular advice in managing his college expenses. Actually, no, it was something I kind of had to figure out on my own. So, like, I kind of just sat down, looked at all my financial statements. I'm like, okay, what is a necessity? What is not a necessity? What can I take out? What do I feel is important? How much money can I set aside for this? for like an entertainment budget or like a school budget or a housing budget and make sure I had all that simplified and all that in line before I would even I would like to take some money and put it into a checking account then take the rest and put it in savings whether lock it at that point so I couldn't take money knowing that okay I have this much to work with to kind of keep myself in line. Cole Broadnax has some advice for current and future college students. Just 
really, really do your research on what school that you're going to. Like, if you know what you want to do outside of high school, say you want to be a police officer, do your research on the college. Be like, okay, I want to do this college because I want to play sports here or I want to do this. Always put your studies ahead of time. I came to Mount Mercy because I wanted to study criminal justice, but I also wanted to play football. Mount Mercy does not have a football program, so I had to pick which one was going to be the most important. And criminal justice, especially at this institution, has one of the best one of the best programs in the country. And so this is really why I wanted to do criminal justice. So I had to give up football, but in the long run, it's going to pay off. In addition to all of the college student journalists who worked on this project, we want to thank the following for providing audio for this particular report. Lauren Wade from the University of Iowa, Matthew McDermott provided audio from Cornell College, and Logan Schroeder provided the audio from Mount Mercy University. I'm Lyle Muller for the Iowa Watch Connection. One of the reporters on the team of college students who prepared this series of reports entitled Payback Time is Kay Rambo. During the spring 2019 semester, Kay was a student at Iowa State University and an intern with Iowa Watch. Talk to me, first of all, about what you found to be some of the unique challenges in undertaking your portion of this reporting project, perhaps as opposed to other reporting you've done in the past. I think largely uh, what I found to be pretty unique as far as challenges are concerned from a reporting standpoint was, you know, of course, the focus of the story is on student debt. Um, and I think most most people, the assumption would be that that debt is largely from tuition. Um, and it seemed a lot of the time students had reached that debt, not only just because of tuition, but also for books um, and living expenses, which obviously students need while they're in school. It's one thing for the tuition to go up, but is it these ancillary costs, necessary but ancillary, is that why to some degree we're getting such an exponentially greater debt burden than we might have had two generations ago? I think that's an entirely reasonable conclusion to draw because obviously the cost of living has gone up quite a bit. A lot of these students, it's their first time being on their own. It's their first time seeing what a bill looks like. Um, and it's their first time paying their rent. And although a lot of that money may have come from student loans or possibly even their families, um, it was difficult for them to be able to fully understand how to divide all of the different expenses that they're currently facing. One of the things I like to ask people in your position after undertaking not only an extended journalistic reporting project, but one with so many components from all of these different campuses, what have you learned that you think will help you as a journalist do your job better the next time you engage in some sort of an extended in-depth reporting effort, be it just you or with partners like this project. What is it that, that you've learned that you can take away to be an even better storyteller and even better reporter? I think one of the largest takeaways I have as far as improving my own journalistic practices would be that no detail is too small to ask. Um, and, you know, the, the process of going through what you're going to ask and what you're going to clarify when you're interviewing somebody um, seems tedious, and I think it's often common for journalists, especially when they're just starting out, is to not want to annoy people with a bunch of seemingly obvious or possibly stupid questions. Um, and it's I've learned it's really our job to ask those questions, no matter how tedious or stupid they may seem. The amount of work that goes into this project, um, and not just not just this year, but every year, is likely more than 
people would realize just from looking at the finished product. Um, you know, each student likely spends hours and hours looking at their own school's information um, and gathering the questions that they're going to ask in addition to the ones that we work on as an organization. Um, and then w really what, what is seen by the public is a very small distillation of a, a really impressive body of work that's generated by many students across the state. Kay Rambo was a student at Iowa State University and Iowa Watch intern during the spring 2019 college semester, during which time a number of journalists from a variety of colleges and universities across the state combined their efforts to create a series of reports called Payback Time, The Growing Cost of College Debt. When we come back, more about this Iowa Watch college media journalism project. That's when the Iowa Watch Connection continues. Support for the Iowa Watch Connection comes from the Iowa Insurance Division's Iowa Fraud Fighters Program. This statewide initiative educates Iowans on how to double check before they invest and shield their savings from scammers. Thousands of Iowans have attended fraud fighter forums across the state to learn about new scams circulating in their area and how to stay a step ahead of fraudsters. Learn how to fight fraud and why it is important to report scams at iowafraudfighters.gov. The Iowa Watch Connection radio program is part of a statewide audience engagement project organized by the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism, an independent, nonprofit, nonpartisan news organization. The center is dedicated to producing high-quality investigative and community affairs journalism in Iowa, while also training journalism students to do this work at a high ethical level. The center is found online at iowawatch.org. Welcome back to the Iowa Watch Connection. I'm Jeff Stein. Students at Buena Vista University were part of the team of Iowa student journalists which prepared a series of stories on the topic of the growing cost of college debt. They filed this report originally for campus radio station KBVU. Higher education has become the avenue that many high school students take after they graduate. Whether it is for personal reasons or just the next logical step, students can begin their journey into the adult world by choosing to go to college. Yet, what many students underestimate is the amount of student debt they may accumulate along the way. We asked Buena Vista University students about their student debt situations and how much debt they will have once they graduate, if any at all. I'm kind of a special case because I'm in ROTC, so ROTC covered my last three years, um, So, but I did pay for the first year and I'll run out with about $12,000. I have no idea and that is terrifying. I should probably look into that, but the thought of it is terrifying. Twelve grand, but I, but I have to pay um, six grand annually out of pocket. A lot. <laughs> probably like 40 to 50,000, give or take. Um, approximately 15,000 to 20,000 dollars in debt. Why did you need to borrow money? Because 
college was expensive and I no longer had scholarships that could cover the amount. So I had to take out debt or take out loans because my family couldn't cover it. 45000 which is actually pretty nice because it's just basically paying one year here at BB. These are only a small portion of situations that Iowa College students face every year. Some will walk out with no student debt. Some will have insurmountable amounts of debt that will be difficult to tackle. Tatum Holdley, a sophomore at Buena Vista, left school for a year, then returned this past fall semester, meaning she had to start paying back her student debt. She didn't leave because of financial issues, but her situation brings an interesting perspective to our story. Tatum talked to us about her experience paying back her loans and what some of her colleagues don't quite understand about student debt. Uh, this semester is actually really stressful because I missed um, the biggest grant that Iowa gives me um, just because I decided to come back so late, but it was something that I wanted to do. Um, BV's actually been helping me with loans and stuff, um, trying to make sure that the cost that I have to pay out of pocket isn't as high as um, what a normal student would pay out of pocket. I don't think they realize the interest rate. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize it until I, until like I was out of school for a year. Yeah, if you make payments while you are in college, you do not have an interest rate at all on it. And so you were just paying back money that you asked for. But once like those six months after you're out of college like are up, like that interest rate like goes into effect. And most of the time it's like four four percent or higher. And that really puts a toll on it. Don't put it off. Pay it pay it off like like if you like if you're able to pay it off like right away, start making those payments. Um if you can't and you have to wait the six months, it's okay, but you'll probably be better off if you start making those payments, like, as soon as you get out of college. I know, like, everybody says that, but, like, that is the truth. <laughs> like, yeah. Tatum's situation is divergent from the norm. Students graduating will be faced with the world in front of them, but what can soon-to-be students do to prepare themselves for the world of college and student debt? To find out that answer, we sat down with Nick Boone, Director of Admissions at BVU, and Kevin McIntyre, Interim President of Enrollment Management, to get the professional side of the student debt situation. So I think initially it affects them just, um, you know, I think people have sticker shock, obviously, right? They have no idea necessarily what it costs to attend college. So I think that's how people start out by their college search is just, hey, is it something I can afford? And so that's where I think it's our job to help them understand the affordability aspect and, and the different options they have to pay for college. Um, and so I think sometimes it scares students away, but I think that uh, the other part of it is just making sure that they under truly understand what it what it means, uh, the student loan part, you know, and what the value is uh, that we can provide them. I think that's kind of how it plays into their perceptions of coming in as a new student. Nick and Kevin also shed some light as to why tuition, especially here at BVU, is so high and what current students don't understand. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I, I spoke with a young lady about two weeks ago about the tuition increase and, 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 and you know what the impact and why and as Nick said the biggest costs are, are the, the men and women in the classroom um, the people who make sure you don't kill yourself on the snow when, when we have this kind of weather but the reality is that what students pay for an education here only covers 48 percent of the cost of their education the other 52 percent comes from other sources so raising tuition three percent or two percent doesn't even begin to cover 
what it truly costs to educate a student. Even though some students don't understand the full workings of a university, neither did Kevin when he was finding a college to attend. You know, when I went to school, my first choice school I didn't go to because they were $5,000 a year, and I thought that was ridiculous. Who, could ever, who would ever spend that much money on college? So that gives you an idea how long ago that was. Um, but stu what students really have to do is, is weigh all of their options. I mean, no one is forced to take a student loan. You know, if they feel like that they don't want to borrow the money and they don't want to go into debt, then there are, are 3,199 other options that they can look at. And, you know, two-year schools are obviously an option. Um, the state systems are obviously an option. But what people need to weigh is the advantages they're going to get of a private education versus seemingly the extra cost, which, as Nick said, is not really an extra cost because they, every student who comes here gets financial aid. Nick and Kevin bring to light the reality that some students seem to miss. As Nick stated, the sticker shock can be quite a reality check for some new students, but it is a factor new students have to weigh. On top of that, tuition raises also strike some fear into students, but it is done for a reason. According to studentdebtrelief.us, the number of students attending college has dropped significantly from 16.17 million in 2012 to 14.58 million in 2017, again leading to colleges being forced to increase tuition prices. But students, such as Tatum, will also have financial issues to worry about once they graduate. Forbes contributor Eric Sherman compiled data from various federal sources including the United States Census Bureau and the Department of Education, and found that since 1991, the price of a four-year education has been steadily increasing and is now more than the amount an average bachelor graduate will make post-graduation. This balance of high tuition prices and student debt is a battle universities and students will continue to butt heads with. I'm Guy Tannenbaum. This report was created with reporting help from Iran Carlos, Alyssa Ertz, Tyler Bruner, Omar Alcorda, Cooper Maz, Job Saunders, and Tanner Frost. And you can read the full series of reports called Payback Time, The Growing Cost of College Debt on our website, iowawatch.org. And that brings us to the close of this week's program. We're back again next week at this same time. I'm Jeff Stein. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you'll make the Iowa Watch Connection again next week. The Iowa Watch Connection is a copyrighted presentation of the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism, which is solely responsible for its content. For more information about the center, including how you can contribute so high-quality investigative and community affairs journalism and student training can continue, go online, iowawatch.org.